The thing that is the least talked about in the body of Christ today is without a doubt, one of the most important issues of all. Thanks for joining us for this most sobering session from Tony Broom Ministries. This time, Pastor Broom talks to us about the topic of Christian judgment, in a message entitled, Reasons for the Christian Judgment. On location with the residents of Senior Citizens Nursing Home, here is Pastor Tony. You think about the Christian and the sinner. There's a difference, of course, between the Christian and the sinner, but both are going to face judgment. Sinner will be judged as a lost person. Christian will be judged as a saved person, but will still stand before God in judgment. And we're talking about reasons for the Christian judgment. Why, then, if the Christian's already saved and he's born again and he's going to heaven, why will he have to be judged? Why will we need to be judged as Christians because we're already saved? And it just makes common sense because everyone will be judged. In Isaiah chapter 45, verse 22, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. The reason that we are going to be judged is because everyone has an opportunity to be saved. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. That offer of salvation goes out to everybody. Everybody needs to hear about Jesus. The song said, everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know who Jesus is. The offer of salvation is given to everyone. But everyone has not heard that Jesus loves them and that He died on an old rugged cross and He shed His blood to save them and give them eternal life. Everybody doesn't know that. But everybody should know that. Even way back in the Old Testament. God says, look unto me and be ye saved. Don't look to yourself. Don't look to your works. Don't look to other gods. Look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Or as the New Testament quotes it, every tongue shall confess to God. Don't look to yourself. Look to me and be saved. I have sworn by myself, says God, the word is gone out of my mouth and shall not return. He's not going to take it back. That unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Everyone will be judged, but not at the same time. Sinners will stand before God at the white throne judgment. Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. It talks about a white throne that was set in Him who sat there on His face. From Him, every one in heaven and earth fled away. There was found no place for them. And He said, I saw the dead, small and great stand before God, and the books were open. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And all the dead were judged out of those things which are written in the book. And death and hell gave up the dead which were in them, the sea, gave up the dead which was in it. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. All the dead stood before God. Those who were lost that stood before God and they were judged out of the books according to their works. And 
Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is that awful judgment of sinners when they stand before God at the end. Christians will appear before the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The white throne judgment takes place at the end of the millennial thousand year reign of Christ on the earth. Jesus will reign on this literal earth for a thousand years, ruling from Jerusalem on David's throne in Jerusalem, and he will be king over the earth. And at the end of that thousand year period, the white throne judgment takes place. The Christian judgment takes place after the rapture of the church. When all hell is breaking loose on this world and the tribulation is going on down here and all the seals and the trumpets and the bowls of God's wrath are being poured out on this world, in heaven it will be a different celebration. We will be celebrating. We will be rewarded at the Christian judgment. It takes place after the rapture of the church. When He raptures the church and we who are alive and remain and be caught up together in the clouds with those who are dead in Christ arise first and we'll meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And that's a wonderful time of rapture. And then the Christian judgment takes place. Everyone will be judged. The reason for the Christian judgment is because everyone, including Christians, will be judged. Everyone will give an account of our treatment of the brethren. We need to be careful of how we treat each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. Because we're going to give an account of how we treat the brothers and sisters in Christ. Romans chapter 14 verse 10. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? In other words, why do you put your brother down? Why do you make him look like nothing? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord... Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Where do you think that came from? He's quoting from Isaiah 45 in the Old Testament. This is why we are to stand before God, and this is why we need to be careful of how we treat each other, because every knee will bow to God. If you're a saved person, you'll bow in glory and homage and worship to God. If you're a lost person, you'll bow in reverence, you'll bow because you have to and admit that He is King and Lord and God Almighty. Every knee will bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. We all have to stand there on our own account. We have to give an account of ourselves to God. I'm talking about Christians. You can't go on your mama's coattail. You can't go on your, what your daddy was and what he said and what your uncle did. You have to go in your own account we must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And everyone has to give an account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. But let us judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Every one of us have a block. Sometimes we feel like we're the least kid on the block. And sometimes we feel like our parents used to tell you, I'm going to knock your block off. But all of us have a block. We can either be a stumbling block or we can be a stepping stone to help someone else out. We cannot afford to be a stumbling block. Do not put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in your brother's way. Don't be responsible for someone else falling, someone else faltering, someone else even perhaps turning their back on God and getting out of fellowship with the Lord. We cannot be responsible for that. We will be if we live in certain ways. But 
the reason that Christians are judged is because of our treatment of our brothers and sisters in Christ. If we have treated them badly, we're going to face judgment. If we have treated them goodly and nicely, we're going to be rewarded and face God in judgment for that. Everyone will be rewarded for their service as a Christian. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. The foundation is the same for everybody. Some people might feel like, well, you know, they're better off than I am. They have more money than I do. They have more privilege in life than I do. But when it comes to Christ, the ground, just as level as this floor right here, and probably more so, but the ground is level at the foot of the cross. There are no big eyes, there are no little U's. We all have the same foundation. Other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. It's not the foundation that's the problem. It's how we build on the foundation that might be the problem. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. So it starts off by being gold and then it gets less. Silver, precious stones, that's still good. And then you get into wood, hay, and stubble. Stubble is the quickest one, just straw. It burns up real quickly. Mm Hay -hmm. hey, lasts a little bit longer, but it burns up too. Wood is more durable, but it burns up. Mm -hmm. Then you got gold, you got silver, you got precious stones. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. You might say, Well, I got good works. I've done a lot of good for the Lord in my life. And he says, as it were, okay, let's see what the fire says about it. And when you put the fire to our works, if it's wood, hay, and stubble, it's going to be burned up. But if it's gold and silver and precious stones, it will endure the fire. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. And you hear people say it, boy, if I can just barely make it in by the skin of my teeth. God wants more for us than that. He wants us to do more than just barely make it in. You don't want to stand up there empty-handed. You don't want to stand up there with nothing to show, with no reward, and everybody else and all the elders and angels and the saints of God are praising God around the throne like Revelation chapter 4 and chapter 5 talks about. And those in the tribulation saints in chapter 7 and those who are at the end in chapter 19 out of heaven, they're praising God with hallelujah. You don't want to stand up there and everybody else having crowns and having rewards to cast at His feet. And you're there twiddling your thumbs like Jack Horner sitting over in the corner because you don't have anything to show. You don't have any reward. We don't want to be like that. We want something to be able to give to the Lord and He'll turn around and say, no, this is yours. He'll give it back to us because that's our reward. But we need something to cast down before His feet. As a Christian, you say, well, I'm old, I'm decrepit, I can't do anything. Oh, yes, you can. You can pray. You can set the woods on fire by being a prayer warrior. Everyone will answer for the way we live as a Christian. That's another reason why Christians are judged. Reasons for the Christian judgment is because everyone is judged. It's because of our treatment of our brothers and sisters in Christ. It's because we will be rewarded for our service as a believer, as a Christian. And it's because everyone will be judged and have to answer for the way we live as a Christian. 
Everyone will have to answer for the way we live as a Christian. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, the first part of verse 11. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Now that is mighty sobering to know that I have to stand before God for the way that I have lived, not as a sinner, that's never held against me anymore, but the way that I have lived as a Christian, the way that I have conducted my life as a believer, the things that I have done in my body. And let's read the verse again. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. That is sobering. That's much more sobering than that black coffee I had a while ago. We are going to stand before God and give an account of the things that we have done in our body. We don't have but one body. And I know this body gives us a fit sometimes. But this is the body that we live in until Jesus takes us home. And we are going to answer for the things that are done in our body as a believer. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. We're trying to get men to live right and to do right. Not just because we say so, but it's because we're going to stand before God one day and give an account of the life that we have lived, not as a sinner, that's gone, but as, as a Christian. We have to give account of the life that we live. These are the reasons for the Christian judgment. This message has been one which really makes you wake up, take a step or two back, and think about where we stand with God, and do some real soul searching as to how we treat each other as believers, and how we are living as Christians. And if you have not yet surrendered your life to Christ, this should be considered a strong urge to do so, now. Reasons for the Christian Judgment has been a production of Tony Broom Ministries. 